morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. I'm sure everybody is uh, ready and raring to go today, but I uh, uh, hope everybody's doing well. Uh, yeah, it's another day. You know, it's one good thing about when we wake up each and every day is that we can look at it as a, another uh, opportunity to serve the Lord. You know, whatever happened yesterday, whatever sins you may have committed yesterday, whatever you, you know, whatever that is, okay? Uh, we know that if we ask forgiveness, God is faithful and just forgive us our sins. You know, that doesn't give us a reason to uh, just go, go mortally. That doesn't give us a reason to sin continually just because we think God's going to forgive us. But out of a sincere heart, we ask God to forgive us. He forgives, and then he chooses not to bring that back up over our heads again. And so matter whatever you may have done yesterday, realize that today is a new beginning. Today is a brand new start. And today you can use to serve the Lord. So, you know, when you wake up today, whatever past mistakes you made yesterday or the day before, you know, and just use this day. Let's say, Lord, thank you. This is the day you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, ask the Lord, how can I be used for your service? You know, that, that's submitting to the Lord, humbly coming before God the Father, and asking, how can I better submit to God? And uh, I think that if you have that kind of mentality, uh, if you're re re ready and willing uh, to give your all to Jesus Christ, I think that you will see uh, a tremendous effect in your attitude, your work ethic, and uh, how your day generally goes. So uh, let's use this day. Trust me, I get I get stressed, I get upset, I say do things I you know I sin all the time, uh, but I try to look at each day as a brand new start. And uh, and we all have the same amount of time in a day, and how you use it is uh, between you and God. And uh, so you need to, to seek the Lord out on that. So, but. Um, Quick announcement, I'm going to do my best. I, I was wanting to start my podcast uh, this evening at 7. I'm running into a few uh, technical difficulties in regards to the live stream on the YouTube, and I'm trying to figure some things out on that. You would think it'd be as simple as uh, uh, Facebook and just hit live and go, but unfortunately it says you have to have software and all this bunch of crazy stuff, and uh, I don't know. I'm going to talk to some people, figure out what in the world is going on here, what I need to do. Uh, but uh, I may still try to shoot for 7 o'clock tonight. If not, uh, then my podcast will be on Monday. I'm very excited. I have a very special guest coming on Monday at 2.30, and uh, it is Chris McIntosh from Daytime Tri-Cities. I'm very excited uh, that he is uh, willing to come on my little program and uh, discuss uh, his career in broadcasting, and I think uh, it make for a interesting uh, uh, discussion. See, this podcast is going to be more than just um, uh, Bible study. You know, we, we do Bible study. You know, I do this each and every morning, as you all well know, and I appreciate all you who support and watch this each and every day. But uh, I still want to take um, relevant issues, uh, current events from a biblical perspective, and uh, I'm going to have guest uh, appearances on there. And like I said, I'm very excited about Chris, uh, Mr. McIntosh, coming on uh, uh, on the air on Monday. And then, uh, let's see, on the 10th uh, is when uh, I'll have George West on. Uh, on the 17th, I want to have um, um, uh, Carrie Astrup on, talking about her, her fight and the battle she has for uh, uh, 
uh, for the Jonesboro school system, and I think that'd make for a good discussion. And on the 24th, I'm looking at perhaps having Mr. Steve Mann on, and uh, and so I'm looking. Uh, he, he he said that he would. We're still trying to nail down a time, and uh, so we'll do that. And then uh, the following week after that, Lord willing, I'll be talking to. Uh, young lady who uh, has had to go through a traumatic experience dealing with breast cancer and uh, my wife's actually talking to her hopefully today and ask her if she'd be willing to come on. So uh, I've got a lot of different people coming on to my podcast and uh, we're going to discuss things uh, and uh, I think it'll be fun and I hope that y'all will tune in and uh, if you haven't already subscribed go to uh, go to your podcast on your iPhone or iPad and uh, type in the Doc Young Chronicles and it'll pop up. Hit subscribe and uh, you can listen. I'm also uploading not only the daily devotionals I do each morning, but also with sermons uh, each Sunday, uh, Sunday morning evenings and uh, Wednesday evenings. So we, so you're in the car, or exercise, or whatever, you can listen to that as well. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to talking to Chris uh, this Monday. So Let's go ahead and dive into our uh, Bible study this morning. Uh, we're going to be at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And Hebrews 11 is always known as the faith chapter, and uh, I think it's something that uh, we need to really study and uh, make more applicable to our lives. But uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we know that uh, faith is not something we can buy. It's not something we can conjure up on our own. It is only uh, by the grace of God. It is the gift of God. In fact, we see in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not results of works that no one may boast. Of course, that's the English Standard Version. The other version, uh, uh, the original opening scripture is uh, King James. Uh, so we see that uh, it is faith is what God gives us, all right, because before uh, we were blinded by the God of this world and we were headed for hell. And when the Holy Spirit touches our hearts and minds, when that becomes illuminated, we can able to see uh, the things of Christ, uh, then that's when our faith is instilled. And, uh, you know, this is so sad that we see so many people out there who want to deny God, who want to deny his deity, uh, Jesus' deity, uh, they uh, know that there is one true God. And uh, it's a very sad thing to see. But um, one thing that's for sure is that uh, God does love us and he wants the best for us. And, you know, it's hard to explain sometimes to people who don't believe the reality of God and Jesus Christ. And uh, because they can't, a lot of times people want something tangible, something they can see, something they can physically uh, touch. But, you know, the, the thing of it is, those who deny God oftentimes will say, well, uh, say, well I only believe in science and, and I believe in evolution and, and climate change. You know, we, we're seeing a religious shift uh, towards climate change. It's, it's very disturbing. But the thing back the matter is, they may not be putting their faith in God, but they're putting their faith in science. You know, we look at this, now faith is the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You've never seen evolution, yet they have faith that it actually happened. You, uh, they, they've never seen uh, uh, any number of things, but yet they have faith in it. climate change. You know, it's never, it's, it's never been proven. There may be minute, uh, things like 0.003% of a change in our, uh, since the, um, the dawn of man that our, our, our climate has changed and uh, we've always had seasons and things happen, but uh, these, these, these lunatics want to worship uh, at the feet of climate change. But, um, you know, so that's why we, you know, 
God has, gives us the ability to have that faith, to know that he is real and that he is true. And, uh, you know, it's like I was talking about the other day, I, you know, I, you know, I can't scientifically prove that God exists, but I know he's real. I know that he's alive because he's alive in my heart. I know it. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It is our faith that spurs us on. It is our faith that keeps us to persevere, to push forward, to keep going on uh, in, in our um, uh, um Walk with Christ. I'll get out here in a second. But look, if we look at First Peter one eight through nine, it says, "Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls." You know, just like even Jesus told Downing Thomas, "Blessed is he who has not seen and yet believed." And you know, uh, it is our faith, our convictions in Jesus Christ that gives us the strength to endure and persevere. You know, at the beginning of this uh, video, I was discussing how, uh, you know, how you live today. And uh, even though that yesterday you may have messed up, today's a brand new day. See, the reason why we know that we can use today as a brand new day, the one reason why we know is that we have been forgiven is our faith in Jesus Christ, our faith in God. We know that indeed God loves us and forgives us because we have that faith and trust in God that he does. You know, we, we trust uh, doctor's diagnosis. We, we trust that the guy who stopped in the middle of traffic and waves you on to go around him, that we're, we have faith that he's telling us the right thing, that when we go around him, we're not going to get hit head on by another car. But yet so many people have such a struggle in their faith in God and Jesus Christ. And again, it, it is disheartening. Uh, to see uh, Facebook posts uh, from any particular news organization in regards to uh, God in any way, uh, the people want to mock us. In fact, uh, hold on, grab my Bible right here. Um, in fact, um, the uh, uh, people really mocking, uh, particularly after a school shooting, a lot of times people say, uh, um, you know, uh, prayers and uh, hope and prayers or, uh, you know, uh, that kind of situation. And I'll see people really mocking uh, that uh, you know, that uh, our faith that, uh, cause they're saying, well, if your prayers are real, then how come this is still happening? But because we have wicked people, you know, it amazed me yesterday, the, uh, people from Chicago, people from Chicago of all places, uh, went to Washington DC to march for gun rights. Uh, I mean, not gun rights, but uh, for gun control rather. And I'm sitting there thinking, Chicago has one the, the most strictest gun laws in the country. And uh, look at all the murders that happen all the time, but yet they, they still believe that if the government does something about guns, that that's all going to end. As long as there's wickedness in this world, we're going to have death. We're going to have struggles. We're going to have it. Cain killed Abel with a daggone rock, you know? Look at England. They got rid of, they, they done their best to get rid of guns. And uh, now they're trying to take everybody's knives because of, of attacks. You know, as long as there's wickedness, wickedness in the world, we're going to see these kind of things happening. It's a heart issue, not a gun issue, not a knife issue, not a rock issue. It is a, it is dealing with the hearts and minds of spiritually wicked people. And uh, that's what we're looking at. And so we have to know and have faith to know that God is in control of all things in all situations. We may not understand all things on this side of heaven, but one day all this will be revealed to us. You know, all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And, to, and so, you know, we don't always understand how certain tragic events, some trials we have to go through, how that may work to God's uh, desire for good in that situation. 
And uh, again, we may not know till we get into heaven, but that's why we have faith and trust in God that He is going that His best uh, that He has our best interest at heart. And you know, we're, I was grabbing my Bible real quick. I just want to look at um, uh, Hebrews eleven, just to read a few verses here. Uh, eleven one says again, uh, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain good report. Through faith we understand that the works were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. See, that's one reason why Cain killed Abel because he was jealous of what was going on there. Uh, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Uh, verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and it was not found because God had translated him, for before his translation he had testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet moved without, with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir to the righteousness of uh, which is by faith. You know, and that's the thing. You look at the faith of Noah, 120 years it took him to build the ark and that um, there was no rain, people constantly mocking him and making fun of him. And, uh, uh, you know, and who knows what kind of persecution he went under building that ark. And, uh, of course, and then when the floods came and the rains come, then people start freaking out. It was too late. God done closed the door and it was too late. And I think that's what we're seeing today is that people are marking, mocking us for our faith. They're making fun of us for our faith. But one day, Jesus Christ is going to return. Why? Because we have faith to know that God's word is true, that God has never lied to us, and that God is just and fair, and that uh, we can put our faith in Jesus Christ, and he's going to provide for us. He's going to take care of our needs. We have faith in our salvation, and that's why we know that what God's word tells us is true, and we know that when we die, for those who are saved, we'll stand in the presence of God, we'll Almighty, and we will be in heaven. For those who are saved, when Jesus Christ returns uh, and uh, uh, we are caught up, or uh, as the uh, word rapture means, uh, that uh, you know we're raptured out of here, we have faith to know that, that where we're going and what God's going to do. And those left behind are going to be scratching their heads thinking, what have I done? I've waited too long. I've waited too late. But one last verse here. And verse 7, I'm sorry, we just read verse 7. Verse 8, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went, not knowing whether he went. So we see here, I mean, if you get a chance, you just need to go back and read uh, Hebrews 11 uh, and just read that whole chapter. It won't take you probably five, ten minutes at the most, depending on how fast you read. And uh, uh, really read that faith chapter. And, you know, it is by that faith that we serve God. It's by that faith we know that we're forgiven. It's by that faith that uh, we try to do the things to please God. Not that we think good works are going to get us into heaven. Not that we think that good works are uh, are going to uh, attribute to anything uh, in regards to uh, bettering our salvation. Once you've made that profession of faith, then God, is, in our name's written in the Lamb Book of Life, then it's there. You know, any amount of work's not going to change that or make it any better. We're going to get gold stars by side of our names. We do these things because we love the Lord Jesus Christ and we want to tell others about Him and serve Him well. And that's one thing I pray about every day is, Lord, help me not to have do anything out of vain glory or selfish ambition. Let me do all things in humility uh, to honor you. And that's my prayer for myself, and I hope that's something you're praying, that if, if we're coming to God in, in humility and we're asking God to direct our lives, we're showing that God is in control and we're ready to be used for His glory, and that's what we need to do. But you can't do these things unless you have faith in God. 
And that faith in God can only come from Him. And like I said, you can't buy it, you can't work it, you can't, no matter what it is, only when the Holy Spirit touches your heart and mind. That's why it's imperative that uh, we share our faith with other people. We tell others about our convictions of Jesus Christ and what He has done. And even though they may reject us initially, at least we know that we've tried to plant the seed. They can't stand before God the Father. You know, just like I was doing a funeral the other day, and I was preaching the gospel at this funeral. And um, and I know that there are people there who do not believe in God. I know that they would they were you know they just scoffed and and just thought I was another crazy preacher, but that's because they have been blinded. Until the Holy Spirit touches their hearts and mind, there you know there's nothing they can do. But uh, that's why we get into election. God knew us before we was even formed in the womb. We get into predestination. These kind of things that uh, people do not want to talk about. They want to think that everybody's going to heaven, and that's not the case. Jesus Christ to come to save the elect, and we don't know who the elect are. And, uh, and that's what makes our salvation that much better because uh, he chose us. You know, He knew that not everybody uh, would accept him. But that's why he gave his life to save the elect in Christ Jesus. And I've talked to people who do not believe that. They, they, they say, oh, if back people who claim to be Christians, which I don't doubt their salvation, they, if they say they're saved, they're saved. But I even had one woman say, yeah, the, talking in reference to our church, that, uh, yeah, they only think certain people's going to heaven. Well, uh, that is true, that there are only certain people going to heaven that God has chosen to be his own, his elect, and he's adopted uh, into his family. And uh, that's just the way it works. And, uh, uh, you know, God didn't have to save anybody. He didn't have to send his son. We could all, he just could have sent us all to hell. He could have condemned us all. He could have destroyed this planet. But out of his love for us, he chose to save some. So the fact that you have saved and come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, praise his name that uh, he chose you, he chose me. Praise God and that he done that. But we don't know who the elect are, and that is imperative and important that as Christians we get out there and tell others about Jesus Christ because God may be using you to plant that seed in somebody else to come to know him. So, you know, some people ask, you know, how do I know I'm a Christian? Well, the fact, number one, that you even ask, I think, shows that uh, you, there was concern there. And it is your faith that says, you know what, even though I've messed up, I want to keep pushing forward. Even though I messed up, I know God forgives me. I want to do better today. It is that faith that helps us to do those things. And that's why if you start to question it, you know, hey, I do things all the time. And I think, man, if I was a preacher or a Christian, I probably wouldn't have done that. But, you know, the fact of the matter is we are fallen people. There's none righteous, no, not one. There's, none of us are perfect. And so we just got to give that over to God, have that faith to know that he's going to forgive us and to give us the strength to keep pushing forward. So don't ever doubt your faith. Don't ever doubt your walk with Jesus Christ. Those are the doubts that the devil wants to plant in your heart. However, if you've not ever made that profession of faith, if you've never prayed that sinner's prayer, then there is need for concern. Because some people have the idea that because they are benevolent, they do good things, they attend church, uh, may even be active in the church, but they have never made that profession of faith. They've never prayed that sinner's prayer. And it makes sure that you yeah, that you have done that, uh, you know, because your, your good works are but filthy rags inside of God. So just because you do good things, just because you may attend church, does not automatically make you saved. You have to say that sinner's prayer. And uh, that is, and then that's when Jesus Christ will instill that true faith in you, and it will guide you in all things. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to spread the gospel message. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll help us each and every day to strengthen our faith, to encourage us, to help us to endure, to persevere, to serve you well. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. 
Lord, uh, it really touched my heart yesterday seeing very so many schools uh, with, uh, with a large amount of children around the, the flagpole yesterday in prayer. And uh, that is, it warms my heart. And I know, Lord Jesus, you were proud of, of these kids willing to stand up for what is right. And Lord, I pray that you be with our children, our teachers, our bus drivers, our parents as they take their kids to school, let them get there and back get home safely without any problems or complications. Be with all those who are asking for prayer uh, on social media that uh, you will uh, answer those according to your will. I pray that you be with our nation, that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. Be with our president. Lord, bless him and his family. And Lord, just uh, give him wisdom, give him discernment, and give him protection. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate each of y'all for watching this morning. And uh, again, I'll keep you updated on the podcast. I'm shooting still, trying to shoot for 7 o'clock. But like I said, I'm having a few uh, uh, issues with uh, with some of the software. So I may, I may just wait and do my first official podcast on Monday with Chris McIntosh. I don't know yet. So keep that in back your head there for that and if you want to watch these videos um, if, well, i'm sorry if you want to share these videos you may have friends or family you think might want to watch or benefit of course there's my social media address uh, for facebook and then there's twitter if they don't do facebook so hope everybody has a great day today a fantastic day live today as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching